simply read from their album Home. The song is It's You, released in the year 2003. What a beautiful love song. A-teamers, it's exactly half past ten. A reminder that at 11 o'clock, Anne Musa is going to come in to give you the final news bulletin. And straight after that, we get into closet conversations. It's going to be an interesting one. So I hope that you'll be interacting with us as we have uh, Dr. Anthony Smith, who's going to be joining us, giving us some understanding on uh, some untreatable STDs and how we can navigate past them. Right now, it's time for a session that I love, love, love on the show. It is Mindful Wednesdays. We are talking the dependency syndrome with Musa Izulu. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. Social Conversations. A warm welcome to a published author, publisher, artist, poet, and motivational speaker, Musa Izulu. Musa, thank you very much for joining us. Good evening. Oh, Patricia, I've always loved the way you, you introduce me. It's like you are introducing the heavyweight champion of the world, <laughs> who was supposed to go Las Vegas when they are, when they are introducing legends like o Tyson, Nom, Nom Muhammad Ali. A profile corner is, is, is placed as briefly as you have placed mine. Lalela, I wish you would allow me to say everything I feel about you. And uh, you can also believe that you are a legend. We may not be in Las Vegas, but we're on the A-team. <laughs> we're on the A-team and you are an A-teamer. So, Musa, how have you been doing? We missed you last week. Ah, no, I've been doing very well with the usual things that happen in life that sometimes can derail our plans Last week was not a very good day for me, but I've uh, explained to the producer exactly what was happening. But I'm back on the block, still doing very well. I must say, a new book out. I'm at the 40th anniversary essay. And of course, tonight, with the Patricia Dooley on Mindful Wednesdays. Well, let me tell you, I have been so jelly going through your social media, and I noticed that you were doing the wildest things ever. You were, <laughs> <laughs> you were skydiving. You were, you were doing things that I would love, love to do. So tell us about that experience, because that clearly shows that you're one of these those people who are not dependent. You don't have the dependency syndrome. And you remember, Uzi, on my first show, I said we're all born uh, to crawl, we then walk, and then we fly. So skydiving was a part of uh, a gradual process of my evolution. I've always believed that all of us were born to fly. And if, uh, and if we can fly in our minds, surely we can take the plunge and say I'm dependable so much on my gut instinct that I will take off, fly like a bird, and uh, land safely. That skydiving experience was more than just the philosophy of crawling, walking, and then flying. It was also a statement. People with disabilities have never really been known as flyers, high flyers. I just needed to tease the world and say, if I can throw myself off an airplane, uh, kilometers up above the sky and shoot down in free dive at 20, 224 kilometers per hour, then deploy the parachute and sit, land safely. Then a person with a disability can do almost anything. After 27 years, or is it 26 years? 26 years, 26 yes. 27 years on is coming and, and, and by the way, yeah. I'm turning 50 in December. I also just needed to tease myself. I mean, two, cent- two, two quarters of a century should be enough for us to say I am independent enough to sometimes take the risk to be on the razor's edge.
Mm-hmm. No, that experience was a beautiful one, uh, just looking at it. Amazing, amazing. Especially when you're shooting down at 224 kilometers per hour towards planet Earth. The beauty of the places where we where we have been placed by God. How little we are. Mother, up there where you, 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 you come out of an aeroplane, you almost see absolutely nothing but the Earth is created by God. It humbles you. Over you suddenly discover, which I'm only just a dot, not even a drop in this big ocean. Oh, yeah. And when you finally land, you really appreciate the fact that the day I leave this earth, I would have lost a platform where I can land after flying as high as I want to. Musa, mm. why are people marred with this dependency syndrome? Or maybe let's start here. What is dependency syndrome? It dependency syndrome is uh, when we surrender ourselves to something else or someone else. For instance, people sometimes find themselves mired in the in dependency syndrome on substances. That's why you will have alcoholics, drug abusers, and people who also fall in the category of always wanting to please. Now, we get dependent on these things because we we are lacking self-confidence. We think, which in order to be defined, I have to be tipsy a bit. We think that in order to belong, I have to sniff that line so that other people believe that I'm part of the gang. Or if we are the type of people that are dependent on others for validation, let me laugh aloud so that that joke that was said, that silly joke that was said by that politician, at least makes him understand that I'm also politically astute or I believe belong in this organization. But then people are also dependent on structures. There are people who will be dependent on family for the rest of their lives and they never really get to grow because they know Papa and Mama are there. My brothers are always going to be patching up where I feel which I'm, 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 I'm lacking. Or other people could be dependent on structures like governments. Um, the government is going to do it for me. I don't have a job. This government is not giving me a job. Or I have a grant, so I'm going to be dependent on this government. And whatever they do, I'm not going to question. And remember, when I'm talking about government, I'm not talking about a political party. No political party is government. Political parties come together to form government. So you do not necessarily have people dependent on, say, the ANC. There are people who are also dependent on the DA, just like others are dependent on what you call this thing, EFF, and a range of other political parties that we have in our political spectrum. So independence is basically that, where you surrender your chances and gamble away on the fact that someone else is going to be there to do it for me. Mm-hmm. Hey, teamers, we're speaking the dependency syndrome. You have heard the definition from Musa, and I think you now are able to ask your questions or give us your comments. Are you suffering from the syndrome? Or, or maybe you were not even aware that you have the dependency syndrome. You were just so, you know, you were taking it as part of life. I must be dependent on Uhulumeni. I must be dependent on my parents. and I must be dependent. Maybe today 
you've just received the eye-opener and the aha moment. Call in, let us know, 011-714-2006, or you can WhatsApp 614 SMSs go to 41391. Um, I'm sitting with a team that is eagerly looking at me, and I can notice that Phineas uh, Ndoba is dependent on me right now to give him a signal. <laughs> Patricia, do you want me to play an ad break? Patricia, and I can just see it in his eyes because he's on the other side of the street. There's a glass um, yeah. uh, wall that's um, separating us. And I understand sometimes dependency is good, but when it becomes a syndrome, like in this case, Phineas and I, uh, Ben and I, we need each other to be able to run the show um, and we are dependent on each other's abilities. But other people take it a step too far, Musa, and that's why we are yeah, calling no. it a syndrome. Yeah, no, the, 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 the thing about the dependency is it can always be def- defined as one-sided. Then there's codependence, where two people or more depend on each other, and in that way, an assignment can be completed smoothly and effectively. There's nothing wrong with that one. But then it becomes a problem where all people are not going to be able to move because one cog in the wheel is not there. Something should always take take over, and this is where independence of mind, spirit, and body come to the fore. You know, there there are people who don't realize how this uh, dependency syndrome has really hit them um, at the knees and they no longer are able to move. And I'm talking about the mental knees here. Um, th- th- you'll hear things like, well, me and I'm an orphan. I don't have a mother or a father. And if things um, did not happen the way they did, then I, w- I would have a great education. I would have a great career. My mom died. My dad died. And and for me, sometimes I feel that people with dependency syndrome use that as a crutch across life and almost as an excuse. I don't know whether I'm being too insensitive or or it, it, that's the reality. You could, you could be anything insensitive or talking about reality. But at the, end of, at the end of the day, all of us should ask ourselves this question. If I announce myself as a dependent, do you really think people that are wanting people that are dependable. Like when you sit down for an interview and people want to know your credentials, would you really be unfolding on top of the table a story of dependence? Most probably, that story is not going to win you the day. Just like a man that Mm -hmm. approaches a lady, a beautiful Mm -hmm. lady walking down the streets, and he whispers into her ear, I'm dependent, or starts making all of these stories like, I, I lost parents a long time ago, so I could not go to school. Or, I do not have money, so I cannot take you out. Or something like, I do not even know where I'm going, and I think I'm going to be needing your direction. Do you really think that lady would give you a chance? Maybe if you said to the lady, I lost parents, and I am at a moment in time where I would love to parent so that my children never tell the very same story. Or you said to the lady, I do not have money to take you out today, but trust me and depend on me that I'm working so hard so that tomorrow I could take you out to a better place. Or something like, I do not know where I'm going, but I believe that if you took my hand, both of us could guide each other, just like a blind man can literally push a person in a wheelchair and they find themselves through steps, through high mountains, and even through blindness or darkness. Sure. Let me go to the A-teamers. A- TJ is on the line. Uh, good evening, A-teamer TJ. 
Yes, hello, how are you? I'm strong, how are you? Yeah, but although I tend to differ, man, you see what? The reason why people are moving the way how they move is because they don't have uh, a pay for treat that has been prescribed for that. You see, when we receive... So, sorry, TJ, I lost you. They don't have what? Please repeat that. Uh, yes, I will see there. Yes, I'm here, but I'd, I'd like you to please repeat. You say they don't have what? Yeah, I'm saying that when you move, like the when you like right now, you happen to be in a positive of being a presenter there, but you were not actually like having that ideal uh, prescription as to when you happen to be a presenter, and then therefore how you should actually like present that. I'm saying that, uh, I don't know, is there red or not? I feel like maybe it's disturbing you because it's even disturbing me right now. Can I switch it up maybe? Okay, quickly. Yeah, so that I will. Because you see what? When democracy was being received, they were, it was not actually clearly defined. I'm closing to right now. It was not actually clearly well defined. So you see what I like that uh, because you see what uh, people, South African people are being uh, described as some people or people who are being trusty and accepting everything. You see, the government of South Africa has dismally failed. You know why? Because there were no defined destiny that when you talk about democracy, and then therefore this is where, this is the pace, this is what that you should move. That's the reason for more than 25 years we are having people. Can you hear me still? Yes, yes, go ahead. Yes, yes. That's the reason why uh, we are having people who are being killed for taking the grocery, which is far less than 500 rand as of now. You see, right now, you see, the gentleman was actually, because he's addressing the right point, but the thing is just because is complying that the government has actually like failed. You see, when you lead or when you become a president or when you become a political party of which you should actually govern the current country, you should have a vision uh, other than being employed. Because most of the people, they're being in the position, but they're being employed. You see, when you are being employed, just because we're looking for the position. I'm questioning everybody as to why our president has accepted the position of being a president. All right. TJ, 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 I think you're going, you're going on a tangent, but I, I don't know how it ties up to where we are right now. Perhaps, Musa, you can help me. Oh, no, there's, there, there's something that he said, which I think best summarizes exactly where he's going. He talked about vision. You can't be independent without vision. Most people that are dependent on others. It's because they do not have their uh, defined vision. So maybe what this caller is saying is the problem of dependency that has besieged uh, us in South Africa is because the vision was never really properly defined. Hmm. All right, let me move on to Anonymous. Atima Anonymous, good evening. Sean, good evening to uh, my brother, Mr. Mosale. Yes, yes. Mr. Zulu. Uh, okay, yes, I just want to say uh, to Mr. Musazulu, uh, ask a question. Why do people cry uh, sympathy and empathy when sometimes people don't need that sympathy and empathy and they don't want to be independent or be courageous 
and uh, uh, think out of the box or think for themselves and see if they can do things for themselves. And like Patricia mentioned, I don't want to reiterate, uh, you know, people say, I'm poor. You know, I'm, I lost my parents. I lost one parent or I lost both the parents. Then they want uh, empathy and sympathy. You know, uh, most people say some people got a big bank balance. They'll save their money in the bank and they still want empathy and sympathy and act like poverty stricken people. So they don't want to be independent. So I don't know why. So maybe Mr. Zondi can, Mr. Musa Zulu can explain. So. Thank you very much, uh, Anonymous. Uh, Go for it, Musa. I guess there are many reasons why people become dependent. Not necessarily because they are looking for sympathy or because they are looking for someone to empathize with their circumstance. Maybe they are just needing someone to nudge them and, and say, no, wait, wait a minute. What you are telling me is, is a story that many children of all races and all wealth corners would also say, you're not the only one that is an orphan. Your problem is not that you are an orphan. There could be problems that uh, might have deceased your life because you did not have a parent that you could look up to for one, two, three. But remember, it's not your individual story. It's a wealth story. The same is with a person with a disability that always says, I cannot because I have a disability. I cannot achieve my dreams because in 1995 I was involved in a car accident and as a result sat in a wheelchair. Maybe such a person does not necessarily need anybody's sympathy. And to be honest with you, I'm talking from experience. I'll always say to that person, no, but that's your, that's your life story. Just like another person could present the same, different in its corners because they are also in their own individual corner. But it's certainly not a story that you are, not, you are going to be telling to anybody, hoping that they are then going to graduate you towards what you are wanting to be dependent on. Could be a livelihood, could be a job, it could be opportunities coming in various formations. It's a usual story. Pick up yourself and just make ends meet because you are living in a life where every other person undergoes the same. Let me go to a voice note. Hi, Patricia. Uh, I'd like to ask Mosa that am I dependent or do I have a dependent syndrome just because I'm visually impaired? I lost my eyesight around 2018. So I did went for rehabilitation so that I can be able to be dependent for myself, independent. But then since I came back at home now, I find it very difficult maybe to go to places, maybe to the mall or to the to the shops or even to make my own food. But the time I was at school, they used to cater for all, all of this. So I think that I do have a, a, a dependent syndrome just because being visually impaired is so hard and people don't have awareness of, for people who are visually impaired. Because if you are visually impaired and you stay in Soweto, it's so difficult, difficult. And on the other side, there's no employment for people with special needs. You are all stuck and always at home. Even when you try to 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 find a job or find something else, but then if you stay to a disability that you are visually impaired, they just ignore you. And it irritates me that we 
I think people should be should have awareness for people who are visually impaired and their devices. Because uh, this dependency system is not on. Hmm. Musa, please uh, respond to our A-teamer. Before I even respond to what the gentleman has said, I'm going to say what I always say, especially when I'm faced with a person that is visually impaired or a person that has just been recently rendered blind. I always say, can I open your eyes? Can I open your eyes to the fact that you are living in a society that has matured into understanding the needs even of those that are vulnerable? particularly the blind. Open your eyes and voice to the fact that in Soweto, there are organizations, pretty established organizations for the blind that have brought resources closer to people that are blind in a form of braille for books, in a form of audio books where a person that is blind cannot see words. There are disability units in South African universities that are there to ensure that any person with any nature of a disability is catered for. There are awareness programs in South Africa that focus particularly on the disabled and in particular the blind. Open your eyes to all of those things, unfortunately, you'll be amazed that you are living in a world that sees your needs and in many ways has catered for them. Trust me when I say I've met blind people that are stars. You will remember Steve Kekana, you will remember Upaksim Langen. I do not even have to remind you of Rachel or even Stevie Wand. There are many here in South Africa that are blind that are doing very well. They travel the world. They make it a point which when it's time for family groceries, they are there with their families to do the groceries. And you'll be amazed that some of them even push the trolley on their own with that walking stick not a walking stick, he came, folded and placed here and using the, what you call this thing, the trolley, to find themselves. The beauty about South Africa is that some of the products even come with braille labeling, where a person that is blind can go into the shopping mall and literally pick up whatever that they need. And where there is no braille, can always ask. Sometimes we open our eyes by thrusting ourselves into the world, sitting at home for it is not going to open your eyes to anything. But going out there and even pushing yourself to a level of doing research so that you understand your locality and the opportunities that it presents, you will see much more. Musa, I love the fact that you keep saying open your eyes and knowing very well that is visually impaired. It's because you understand that they are more than just the physical eyes. Love that. Yeah, no, that's true. I mean, I was very lucky that when I was paralyzed, I found God. I literally started going to church, and it was never anything that I ever did. And on my first day in church, I was amazed that everybody was walk, was, was singing, walk in the light of God. Now I'm here complaining that I cannot walk, and I've placed myself squarely in a place of worship where everybody is proudly walking in the name of God. Let me go to the next A-teamer, Joseph. Good evening, Joseph. Hey, Mantuli, how are you? Strong, thank you. Yeah, man, Joseph in Delmas. Mr. Musa, in Tegada. Yes, I'm Last week, yes. 
but I didn't call him to make a, a, a poem, you see. But as for this guy, I'm also blind. Eh? I'm also blind. Mm-hmm. I was never yes, blind. Man. I became blind yeah, at 41. I'm now I'm turning to 46 next month. I'm turning 46 next month. So what I learned, uh, when I was sighted, I never depended on anybody. So I, I, I keep on missing this, brother. He's very low. Yes. Okay, I, did, I did not hear that. I did not Joseph, hear that. Joseph, we need you to speak a bit louder, please. Okay, I say I got blind when I was 41. I'm 45 yes. now. Ne? Ah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, this is how it goes. As for the, gen- the gentleman who called, ne? yeah, I was never born blind. Uh, and at this age, this is the last energy of my life. But I can walk through, I mean, through the market anywhere. I can do anything, you see. And my, 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 my fiancé, she is blind also. And she has this thing of uh, uh, dependency syndrome. I'm trying to take her out of that thing because she's teaching me how the blind works. And I'm teaching how uh, the sighted works. So the guy needs a lot of uh, network around. Yeah? And uh, to explain this thing again, of uh, this uh, uh, dependency syndrome, you cannot find it. Up until you tell yourself internally that it is in me the disease that is eating me. Up until I spit it out, say, you, the disease that is in me, I must cough you out. I must spit, I must spit you out and walk out. Whether I was born blind or I became blind at a certain age, but I am not going to depend on anyone. Remember... Uh, every human being has has got five uh, senses. One is hearing, two smelling, three is the um, taste, five, I mean four, is the sight, and uh, the other one is the feeling. These are five sights. So if you are blind, you happen to have lost one. Capitalize on the four. And I had to learn this thing within a very short minimum period, you see. So I'm using all of these things to work by myself. I can also put on my pin on an ATM and call somebody to preach whatever it is that I cannot preach. Wherever there is an ATM with a headphone slot, I put my headphones, then I withdraw my one, my money. I go into the store and buy. I do everything all by myself, and I even have my girlfriend who has never seen <laughs> her life of me. So, oh, coming to Lord. syndrome, I mean, dependency syndrome, it is inside of you. You let it out. Let it not hold you. Hmm. You are, you, we are all born with our different gifts. Use every, whatever sight that you have. Even if you are sighted or normal, listen to your whole body. It's got senses that are more extraordinary than a, a disabled person. Use them. Don't think of the other person, what will they see? Don't depend.
depend on anyone. Thank you so very much, Joseph. Thank you. We really appreciate that. Thank you. You encouraged us. Uh, Musa, before you comment on what Joseph said, let me go to this uh, voice note quickly. Thank you so much. I I am so shocked to find out that I have been suffering for so many years. Because, yes, I, 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 I think I always had in something that's in my mind, at the back of my mind, bugging me as to why would I always feel like I am not enough, you know, come up with a business idea or anything, but f- always feel like I need to partner with someone or I need someone to... Uh, endorse or give an opinion or give authorization of, of that something until I met a woman uh, who um, 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 uh, started asking me this question and always making sure that whenever I come up with something I do it on my own because uh, the reason she will always say because you can but before that I couldn't I don't let us I, I always knew that there was something wrong but today I'm shocked to find out that oh this thing is a syndrome I think I need to also even teach my kids about this uh, because this thing can destroy your life because uh, you miss a lot of opportunities in life or you sell a lot of ideas unintentionally because people will use you because they know that you always depend on people when you so thank you very much for talking about this I wish you can talk about it again so that even those who didn't hear, because I'm sure there's a lot of other people out there who are suffering from this syndrome, very dangerous one. Thank you very much. Anonymous in Durban. Um, Thank you. Here is a question from Donald in Rustenburg who says, um, will the dependency syndrome end in one's life or is it a lifetime disease? At what age do we expect someone to stand on their feet uh, without leaning on someone's shoulder. Musa, please do respond uh, as quickly as possible to Joseph, uh, the A-teamers voice note, and uh, Donald. Everybody that has said anything, whether by by message or the gentleman that phoned talking about how independent he is, a blind person, have elevated this program into probably one of the best I've ever participated in. This is beautiful. Honestly, Mm -hmm. when people say, wow, this has been happening to me and today I've been opened to the fact that there are much more other possibilities than this sense that I thought was central when there are four others. Did you hear that lecture? And then this gentleman that has just wanted to say, I met a woman and this woman said, you can, you can do it on your own. And then the last one that sent a message asking, when do we ever do we ever escape it dependency in our lives? No, we never escape it dependency in our lives. But we can certainly escape the disease that we have defined as it is it is dependency syndrome. Take it this way. I'm also dependent on my wife and my family for a couple of other things. Just like I'm dependent on this wheelchair for motion. But until I push it through and there's a code dependency, then it dependency syndrome has been broken if you understand what I'm trying to say. And then this gentleman that is talking about, I met a woman. Sometimes you just have to meet the right people. Go out there to meet the right people that are going to say, that's a wonderful idea. Take it on your own. Fly with it. We'll be there to look at you flying with it in the skies. Applaud you as you land. Skydiving. Now, Mm -hmm. remember, the whole of what we have been talking about today was the beauty of skydiving. It begins with yourself saying, I can take the plunge. It begins with yourself. 
Hello? I need to interject and I apologize for this, but Anne Musa mm. is waiting to do the news. Could you kindly just give us uh, how we can be in touch with you on social media? Oh, you find me on Facebook, find me everywhere. You said you were Googling me. No, or, for, or, ev- or for me. everyone um, else, for everyone else that's listening. Musa. It will take you everywhere. And they can also get their hands on your lovely books. I would love that, yes. Thank you very very much, much Musa. Looking forward to another session with you. Hey, teamers, let's go straight to Anne Musa with the final news bulletin. Good evening, Anne.